Hey guys, and welcome to the You Know The Drill podcast, the podcast hosted by me, Faris, a third year dental student producing content for all your dental needs. Whether you're a dental student or applicant, if you want to learn more about the reality of dentistry, this is the podcast for you. So today I'm joined by a very special guest, a fellow YouTuber and dental influencer, Miss Raina Pallet. So Raina, tell us a bit more about yourself. Oh gosh, a dental influencer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hi everyone, I'm Raina. I'm a fourth year dental student from Sheffield University. Um, I have a dental Instagram page and a YouTube channel called Raina on the Cusp. Um, I started it back in April last year and I basically make content for students, like how to get into dental school, studying and uh, productivity. So yeah. Yeah, love that. Yeah, me and Raina actually started at like quite similar times. I think Raina started, you said you started in April, like your little channel. Yeah, I started my little one in April. July. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, feel, I feel like we felt like lockdown. We were like, we got to do something. Oh, um, I was left with so much time on my hands. I was like, what do I do with, <laughs> what do I do with exactly. my spare time now? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I just felt so unproductive. I just, I'm just sitting at home doing nothing. So I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's give this a go. And yeah, nearly a year later, we're, we're still here. So yeah, I know, we're still going. Right. Still going. <laughs> perfect so little question I like to ask at the start of the podcast Mm -hmm. what is your top tip for anyone applying for dentistry oh okay um obviously a lot I could say but if I was to say one thing um Mm -hmm. definitely look at the specific entry requirements for each dental school um Mm -hmm. I think it's quite easy to assume what they want but it's slightly different um in in every place so if you want to give yourself the best chance, definitely look at the entry requirements. Yeah, 100%. I know that um, when I was applying, I'd always double check and make sure, okay, cool. So they need these grades, this UCAT, mm. this BMAT. Because like specifically with Leeds, like Leeds don't even take the UCAT, they take the BMAT. So imagine yeah. you just applied assuming uh, that they take the UCAT, you're you're not going to be in a, in a very good situation. So yeah, exactly. Very good tip. Very good tip. Cool. So let's go into our first question today. Raina, why did you decide to pursue the career of dentistry? <laughs> I feel like every time I get asked this question, I like try to refine my answer a bit more so it sounds like mm-hmm. better. But I, I think really, if I was to answer this honestly, um, it came down to a mixture of things. So my parents both are doctors. So I had like a bit of a background yeah. in healthcare. Um, and they suggested that I look into dentistry. I wasn't too keen on medicine. Um, I did mm-hmm. work experience and I really liked how varied a uh, dentist day can be um, and how many different treatments they can do. Um, like, you know, every patient could come in and they need something slightly different and it seemed very interesting. Um, it was It's also science-based and generally in school, I've always enjoyed sciences and being good at sciences. And I thought, you know, I could probably make a career out of this. <laughs> yeah. um, I also saw from work experience that dentists have pretty good work-life balances which is something that I'm very 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 passionate about yes we um, know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought you know I I don't just want to do dentistry uh, in life so mm-hmm. I think it's just a great career to have that creativity have that science have that work-life balance but also be able to do other things on the side like we're doing right now so yeah it's yeah. just a, a mixture of all of those obviously the manual dexterity I've I've played instruments um since I was younger and that definitely came in very handy yeah P- pretty good answer actually I was, I was gonna say what, what <laughs> else could I add to that um yeah no then I, I I always tell people like dentistry is a very like malleable course very malleable mm. degree very malleable you know there's career. a lot you there's can so do much 
exactly so much you can do and yeah. you only really realize it once you start like you start reason okay I can, yeah. I can do a million different things here. I can go down a completely different path. I can go down surgery. I can do, go down aesthetics. Like those yeah. two things, you know, completely different fields of their own. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you don't even need to do dentistry if you didn't want to. Like you can take like a leadership yeah. role or something and, you know, kind of separate out from dentistry if you want to. You know, you can go into more of the business side. Um, mm-hmm. You can specialize, work in hospital. Um, you can do a mixture of things. Like I'm on outreach at the moment, which is... Uh, placement in a dental practice and the dentists there do so many different things in their week like some work part-time um some work you know the full uh week some work in different practices and um, some tutor students like me so there's really a scope for doing uh, lots of things yeah there really is and uh, i think that's one of the beauties of the of the whole thing it's just being able to have that ability to just decide and work things out as you go along and also you know for me i've always been thinking about okay what can I do next and I always think okay well I want to do dentistry I want something solid but I want to have enough free time to just engage in other things because you never know what you're going to be thinking at the end of the day we make the decision to go into dentistry at like what 18 I don't know what I want I'm just deciding like okay well this looks decent let me give it a go but you know you only really realize um once you're in the thick of it really so yeah that is that uh, so my next question for you is why did you pick Sheffield University so Sheffield for me was, uh, I, I actually had a um, family friend who had just graduated from Sheffield and mm-hmm. he told me quite a bit about it in terms of how much clinical experience you get. Um, it's just a really friendly place to be. Um, so he kind of like introduced me to it. And then when I went to look around, I really liked the facilities. I think, um, I, I re- well, I really liked the traditional teaching style and that it was like lecture based. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I liked that there was early clinic early clinical experience, um, and you get full body dissection in the first year, which is quite unique. I don't think a lot of dental yeah. schools do that; they do like prosection. Um, yeah. Also, we we were going to have an elective in the fourth year, which got cancelled because <laughs> of the pandemic. But that was definitely one of the selling points. Um, um, what else was there? We also have like a virtual reality room, like a um, so I think a lot of dental schools now have this, but they're basically machines where you can do treatment in 3D. You wear these glasses, and um, it kind of feels like you're drilling uh, with the with a handpiece, which is quite cool. Um, and it's not too far from home for me as well. So yeah, just a mixture of those things, really. Yeah, I think that one of the big things I always tell people is, at the end of the day, look at the university, see which one that you enjoy, because they're all having like amazing teaching standards they're all going to teach you dentistry so pick the one that you find the best and um yeah and and Sheffield is a great place I think I did apply to Sheffield I remember this and I have like an interesting story so and why did you why did you not pick it (laughs) so so I'll I'll tell you why I'll tell you why so yeah that's what happened so um I got my first interview my king's one in December I got my second one, which was Bristol in like Jan. And my third one was Queen Mary's in like end of Jan, Feb. Yeah. And Sheffield was kind of like the last one that got back to yeah. me. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go to Sheffield. Yeah, they, they, they like to take their time. Um, I was like, damn, they don't even want me. Um, so <laughs> I I got to the um, to the day like where I was meant to go to Sheffield. And, and I, I remember this so well because on that day it snowed and the trains mm. all got cancelled. And I was thinking, you know what? Maybe this is just a sign because the same time I also got my offers for like all the other unis so I was like you know what whatever like oh. I've got them now this is maybe a sign and yeah that's that's kind of like the reason why no no diss against Sheffield but wait so um, you so did you get an offer no I didn't I didn't go to the interview 
Oh, oh, yeah. okay, I see. Okay, do you know what? A similar thing happened to me with Liverpool. So I got my offers yeah. for Manchester and Newcastle. Um, and I, I, in fact, I actually wasn't even going to go to Sheffield because I'd got those two offers nice. and I was thinking, oh, I'm just not going to bother with Liverpool and Sheffield because I, yeah. I was quite, I was quite happy with, uh, one of the two unis. Um, mm-hmm. and then I, I turned down Liverpool. I didn't go to that one. And then with Sheffield, my boyfriend was applying for medicine here as well. And my parents were like, oh, you've already got the day off, you know, like just go and see and you, you might like it. I'd kind of forgotten about Sheffield. Um, before I came (laughs) because it's so late on in the interview process that I'd I'd literally forgotten like details about it and like why Mm -hmm. I'd applied Um, but I went and I absolutely fell in love with it again Um, I'm really glad that I got pushed to go (laughs) obviously because I I almost didn't end up going but yeah wow yeah I feel like yeah one of the reasons as well why I didn't consider Sheffield in the end was the distance so mm. I'm more London based and I yeah. always knew that if I was going to go to one of the unis it was either going to be Kings or Queen Mary's yeah. um so yeah that, that was another one yeah I feel like a lot of people are very north based or south based yeah it seems yeah exactly yeah 100% uh but yeah that's that was just kind of a little experience of ours like what we went through in our interviews mm. interesting time interesting time um and kind of moving on from that so now that you're at Sheffield Uni, you're in your fourth year, have you thought about yeah. like your career path, what you want to specialise in? Oh gosh, I, I don't even <laughs> want to think about graduation next year, if I'm honest with you. Like being oh, an oh, outreach right. at the moment, being on um, in the dental practice, I'm just thinking mm. like I am literally going to be working in a similar practice to this next year. And that is such <laughs> a scary thought. Like never mind, you know, what I want to do after that. I'm just thinking like, am I going to graduate <laughs> to begin with? But I am... Um, I do like the cosmetic side of dentistry. I think it's mm-hmm. very rewarding. Um, not just, you know, simply aligning, bleaching, composite, but like really complex restorative cases um, I think can yeah. be like amazing. Like Some of the work that I see on social media is just like, wow, like people Whoa. that, you know, yeah, can uh, like genuinely it's life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, not mm-hmm. just people that need like small tweaks, but really really drastic work I think is very interesting obviously really complex and you need so much more training um especially in occlusion it's all about occlusion oh my god occlusion <laughs> yeah I know oh. um but yeah like maybe like restorative like specializing something to do there or mm-hmm. um or my, my tutor my personal tutor is an orthodontist and she's okay. um from what I've seen has a pretty good like day-to-day work life mm-hmm. and work life balance and she really enjoys it um so she's definitely had a bit of an influence on me um in terms of considering yeah. that but again specialization if anyone has looked into it is so long <laughs> yes um and 100%. it's very very tempting to just uh you know kind of become an associate not that that is easy but to stay mm-hmm. in um general practice life rather than doing more exams yeah. and things um yeah i think that's probably as far as I've thought about it. I don't know if you've thought about it any more. See, I have. And then I realized I don't know enough to, to make yeah. a decision, really. Yeah. Like, I think one thing that you realize when you start dental school is just how lost you are. Like, there's just so mm. much out there and there's just so much to learn. And you're never really ever fully on top of things. Um, yeah. You're always playing catch up in a way. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've thought about yeah. oral surgery. That's the one thing I've, I was Oral's, kind of... Yeah, I really like taking teeth out, not to sound like strange <laughs> or anything, but I, I genuinely think it's just so satisfying. I think it's because mm. taking teeth out is like the end stage of 
like the mouth do you know what I mean like there's nothing yeah. else really that you can do after that so it's quite like mm-hmm. final um yeah I th- there's something about when the tooth actually comes out with the forceps that I'm like oh sigh of relief <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I, see that's an experience I've not had yet uh, I've kind of looked at oral surgery from you know outsider's perspective like just mm. the theory side of things etc but surgery has always been something that I've lent towards like even when I applied for dentistry I wanted to do max facts which I, I I have a feeling like half the people applying that's their dream just oh, I want to do max facts then you get into it and you're like but do I really want to do med for another five years and extra training and then go through you know having no life for about 20 years like you know I don't know about that um but yeah it's 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 an interesting one it's an interesting one because that is again the beauty of dentistry is that you have so many things that you can consider so many things that you can go into but at the same time you have to think about well everything has a time everything has a duration and i need to go through that in order to uh, actually enjoy this segment of the career yeah have you guys started seeing any patients yet so yeah so i should be seeing my uh, my first patients from next week had all the training and induction and everything Ooh. so yeah that should be quite exciting very uh, very exciting do you feel mm-hmm. ready <laughs> hmm see no, no that, that's the honest <laughs> answer no I don't feel ready um and I don't think it's a lack of confidence it's mm. more just there's just a lot and yeah. I always think about like you have to deal with patients and patients are so different but like, mm. you can get all the theory get all the teaching but until you're actually there with them yeah. you don't really know what to expect so that's yeah. what I'm kind of worried about I guess honestly dentistry you learn by doing so yeah, yeah. don't we worry like you'll be supervised obviously completely and mm-hmm. um I think I definitely felt that before my my first few fi- uh, first few patients especially like taking teeth out and doing like yeah. more um complicated and serious things like I was definitely like oh gosh like I know I've re- done all the reading and uh, and the clinical skills and training and things but actually then dealing with the person is is quite different yeah definitely it's um it's something that you learn by doing as you said like that's kind of the, the way I think things with dentistry you can read up as much as you want but until you actually sit there and you actually apply that knowledge yeah you don't really know how it's going to turn out hmm. but yeah oh well that's that that's life <laughs> moving on to the next little section so what really drove you to start your social media like your youtube your insta etc um I've actually got a video coming out soon about like why I started YouTube and tips and things so there's a mixture of things um partly like you said in the beginning lockdown a lot of time on my hands um I had thought about starting a social media presence for a while but I definitely felt Mm. very very nervous about what people would say um not that I thought anyone would be you know nasty or anything but I just thought it was it was it's very different um especially in Sheffield that people don't really do this kind of thing I know it's more common down south um there's Mm -hmm. quite a lot of people in Kings and like Plymouth and stuff like that but it definitely wasn't <laughs> yeah. it's not a thing that people really do here um so I thought oh you know gosh what are people are gonna say um but I, th- I was thinking back to when I applied to dentistry and there really wasn't that much out there um there's so no. much for medicine and medical students mm-hmm. um and I was thinking like oh you know even if I shared like a little bit about what I do day to day like someone could be really interested in in dentistry and maybe apply and it might be quite helpful for them to see what we actually do um that's why I really enjoy doing my vlogs and like day in the life type yeah. videos they're fun um, yeah fun. they are really fun um, it's nice <laughs> to look back on something as well um so mm-hmm. yeah it was, it was um I wanted to kind of 
give back I guess to students and see if I could help um I wanted to do something with my spare time um I also think social media in general and networking is is really important for dentistry Uh, this is yeah this is a big topic nowadays um as we're becoming like more digital and I think with our generation as well it's become more and more important to put yourself out there I don't know if you agree yeah I actually uh, agree a lot um for me I always think at the end of the day everyone's going to get the same degree so Mm. what are you doing to stand out like you need to do something and if you don't want to it's absolutely fine I still think people can have an absolutely fantastic yeah 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 um but it's just for me personally I'm always thinking okay well what's the point of being comfortable let's just try and do something you know to push yourself a bit um learn a new skill like even just thinking about I was thinking about this like okay even if this YouTube thing I realize it's way too much effort and I don't want to do it anymore at Mm. least I'll learn how to edit at least I'll be able to understand like exactly how to work with sound video etc and these are things that are going to be transferable in the future with dentistry anyway because you know clinical photography and all of that um yeah Yeah, exactly like I was I was thinking about this the other day and I was like oh um, you know, if I if I do end up working in a practice or maybe having my own practice in the future, I could I already know um, a bit about editing and making videos and promotional yeah. content and uh, marketing in a certain way and um, trying to reach out to people and things like that. So with patients, especially these days, they they want to know um, who their dentist is and yes. they want to <laughs> see their like usually their social media presence, their work. And if I can know a little bit about how to. Uh, do that in the future I think that's going to be really helpful yeah um yeah make, making a presence for yourself is very very important and again one other thing I'll say is it's quite fun like I always say this to people there's don't start it if mm. you're just doing it for you know pure like business quote-unquote business reasons do it if you actually enjoy it because it does take time it takes a lot of effort <laughs> like you, yeah. you realize it as you go through it it it's it's something that um it's not something you can just do you know yeah however you feel like you have to put a bit of time and effort into it yeah and essentially like pretty much you are doing this for free and most people are anyway and if you don't enjoy it and you don't have fun you're not going to be able to do it like we've been doing it for quite a long time now um and if you're like staying consistent is difficult especially with full-time uni so um Mm -hmm. if you are gonna start it which obviously you definitely don't need to there's there's no need and there's so many successful dentists that have probably never stepped foot on social media but if you are going to then I'd say have your reasons for why you're doing it quite clear Mm -hmm. yeah and kind of leading off this idea of having your reasons and Mm. uh, aims um what are your aims in five years time like where do you want your presence to be where do you see yourself in five years um this is a really difficult question because I Mm -hmm. don't ever like to think of outcomes um like when I post a YouTube video every week, I really, really yeah. try not to like look at the numbers and get bogged down with yep. where I expect this to perform or, you know, um, who's going to comment, how many likes and things like that. I think mm-hmm. it can be a very, mm-hmm. very slippery slope. Um, very slippery. If loosely, if I was to say aims, you know, just to keep growing um, my social media yeah. presence, um, help more students and applicants like this past year has been already more than I could have ever imagined and if I can continue to do that and and grow the things that I've already started like I I did um, a dental interview guide in November Mm. um potentially do a few more different guides maybe for like personal statement or something like that um continue Mm -hmm. with like mock interviews next year um hopefully like I'll be you know a dentist of some 
kind True. or specialty um that's working that's yeah that's that's the ultimate <laughs> aim <laughs> um working in a practice um I probably won't have my own practice by five years time that's very early but yeah uh something along those lines I might consider doing DCT which is dental core training oh. um mm. which is yeah it, exactly it's it's a bit yeah. it's a bit full-on <laughs> but it does leave a lot of doors open so yeah true nice yeah um what about you pretty solid aims <laughs> oh what about me see, uh, see one thing i'll say uh, i'll go through the games yeah. but one thing i just want to say i agree with was the with the thing about like not worrying too much about the outcome like whenever yeah. i post something i think at the start i'd be like okay how well is this going to do why is mm. it not doing well what can i do to improve and i'm not saying now i don't think about how you know what mm. i need to do to improve but i always think well i can't control who's going to watch this video like i can just produce the content make it as good as i can try mm. and optimize it but once it's out there if people like the video they're going to like it if they don't like it they won't so yeah. why why am i going to stress about views i, I can't control that yeah um, exactly yeah and then you and feel yeah. less pressure about the whole thing as well yeah yeah um for me it's just you know as long as i'm happy with what i've produced that's all i care about like i'm happy i think it's good it's going to help someone whatever happens happens because sometimes i'm like the reason i learned this was it was very early on i released a video and i looked at it and i was like oh my god i, I don't like this video very much i don't think it's going to do well but yeah i was like well i filmed it about like four times it's not going to see any better <laughs> let, let me just produce it and see and then now i'm looking at the, back at the videos one of my um the UCAT ones and it was one of my best vids I think it was like mm. the QR one and I was like oh wow people actually yeah. like this I was like I, th I thought it was rubbish I had the exact <laughs> same with the video so my what I wish I yeah. knew before dental school video I remember mm. I was panicking because it was Thursday and I do I yeah. um, upload on a Sunday and I had no mm -hmm. video for that week and I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do like I was just thinking like what can I what can I do a topic about this week yeah. and I just I wrote that script within like probably like two hours which is uh, quite quick for me like when I'm mm. planning out a video because I script quite a lot of my videos um yeah. pretty heavily and then I was like this is not going to do well like I've not put in as much effort and it's probably one of my best like dental videos on my channel yeah. now <laughs> and um <laughs> I did like I had this vlog where I got the COVID vaccine and I was really really happy with that vlog for putting so many hours oh. so much effort <laughs> and it's like one of my worst videos <laughs> yes that's the same with me legit I remember when I had this idea I was like oh I'm gonna record the day I get yeah. my vaccine everyone's gonna love it I got some beer I was like this is sick and then I did yeah. it it's not bad but like compared to my other videos that I put you know a lot less effort into it did it did do that well and I was like wow okay well yeah I and i got see. some interesting comments as well like everyone's like oh this this wannabe uh he's promoting the fake vaccine i was like oh sorry mate. <laughs> oh really <laughs> oh i didn't yeah yeah i'm actually really lucky like so far on social media i haven't really had any like net like real real negativity in terms of Ooh. comments <laughs> and things um which you know i i i'm not naive enough to say that I ne i'll never get that but so far it's yeah. been okay I, I can't relate to that. I've I've had like I've had hate comments. Yeah, I've had like mad hate comments. I don't oh, know no. why. I, the thing with me is, I I've always been like quite, you know, nonchalant about things. Yeah. So when I see a hate comment, I actually think positive because I'm like, you've taken the time mm. out of your day to write that on my post, and that makes me feel like I've made it. So you know, yeah, it's all good. I mean, most even, most of the time though, yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, even bad press is press. <laughs> exactly. It's like, look, you don't like it, perfect, but you're still here. You gave me the view, mate. Yeah, and the comment and the engagement. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, um, but kind of circling back to the aims thing. Mm. So I'll just quickly go through it. So my main aim, as just kind of like you, just keep growing the channel, stay consistent. I think that's one thing that I can hold myself to is just making sure that I consistently produce content. Yeah. 
uh, even if you know time gets tough i want to be able to be like okay well i know that this is going to be a hard time to produce let me do things in advance or yeah. let me organize my time better etc uh, and the next aim is kind of to find a way to produce an alternate stream of income apart from dentistry yeah. that's another thing that's like yeah. quite big on my list i think if um, this past year has taught us anything is that even dentist jobs uh, yes. can be uh, compromised so yeah i think that's yeah. a pretty smart way of looking at it um again i'd never want to place like expectations on it but it it would be nice to you know have something else to rely on yeah 100 that, that's that's kind of how i think especially i think like both of us kind of have inspiration from ali abdal and you kind of yes. see how he's built up his <laughs> passive income streams and like you know he, he's still a doctor but he can be a doctor when he feels like it he yeah. doesn't have to do it yeah 100 percent. yeah he's he said so many things that have stuck with me but the the thing that I really really remember every single day is like I, I think a lot of people doing a job full-time um, and having yeah. to rely on the job for your income and you know putting food on the table I think that's when you can fall into a trap of maybe resenting it and I don't ever want to have that with mm. dentistry where I think I have to go to work um, obviously very very privileged to even be able to do dentistry and um, yeah. you know it's an incredible job um, great salary very you know decent living you're going to be in the future but I think that yeah. it's just good to have other things to support yourself as well so that you g yeah. genuinely do dentistry because you enjoy it and not because you need to do it mm -hmm. exactly and um it's, it's interesting because you know the natural way of thinking is nope you know you've got your career you stick to it you work really hard and you yeah. progress but for me it's kind of like well I still want to do that but I want to know that if anything does go wrong like as we said like yeah. the whole year that just went past um, I have a backup and I have other things that I can rely on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably one of my... Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, again, kind of looking into this, because you mentioned you, you find networking quite important. So how important yeah. do you think networking is in dentistry? Personally, I think it's really important. Um, I don't yeah. think it's essential, but I think it's really important in order to learn from other people, um, in order to like put your work out there, um, in order to share like your values what you believe in um so much has come from putting myself out there online like people reaching out to me with opportunities like this one um getting to know yes, other yes. dental <laughs> students from other other universities um people that mm -hmm. I would never have come across if I hadn't have reached out or um they've reached out to me through social media um you know sort of getting emails um sometimes uh, asking to do different things and it's just really nice because again like we were saying it gives you something else to do um with dentistry yeah. as well dentists are quite alone um they're mm. not like obviously you have a dental practice you've got a nurse you've got other people in the practice but like you are a little bit of a lone wolf in the sense that you make pretty much all of the decisions um sometimes you don't really have anyone else to go off and it's nice to be able to share uh, ideas and maybe like cases and and problems uh with other people online like there are like facebook groups yeah. and things like that that share cases which i think eventually i i'll get into which is quite nice um yeah i think so so much has come from networking uh over the past year and meeting other people i think that before like um the pandemic i genuinely didn't know that many people apart from the people at sheffield um, but now it's just nice to have like uh, contacts in different areas. Yeah, you um, you kind of realize how you know big the scope of dentistry yeah. is as well. Once you get on online, and you're like, wow, there are so many people out here. Yeah, and so many amazing things that can be done as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, and and 
probably the biggest thing I say is just meeting people that you probably wouldn't ever talk to, like not because of anything, but just because of location. Like even with you, how you wouldn't know who I am. I wouldn't know who you are without yeah. like, the online like presence, without the Instagram, without the YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's 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 a cool thing, and I do agree with you with the whole idea of networking. I think it is important, and sometimes life is about who you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, that is, you know that is something. There's something I'm realizing more and more as I yes. <laughs> go through dental school. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because with dentists, it's you're not like on a fixed job contract, so it's not mm-hmm. really the same. Like with medicine, you kind of work your way up on a ladder. With dentistry, yeah. um, a lot of the a lot of your job and how you work comes from your negotiation with people and who you know, yes. uh, where you go. Um, so it's, it, I think it's been really helpful to learn about all of these things through dentists because these are things that you don't necessarily learn in dental school. Like the no actual way. working world of dentistry is very, very different mm-hmm. to um, just, you know, kind of learning the basics and uh, doing the, what you do in dental school. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's something. If if I, you know, in ten years in the future, twenty years in the future, whatever, that's something I think that should be taught in dental school. Like, mm. there should be a module. There should be something that that goes into like the real life of dentistry because it kind of gets painted out to be okay. Well, you do your treatments, you treat your patients. This is mm. how it is. You might get some difficult patients here or there, but a lot of the time, it's well, you need to find the contract. You need to find the practice. Do you want it to be private NHS? Mm. Do you want it to be mixed? How much do you want to get paid? How long do you want to work? UDA targets. Like, there's so much in yeah. there. And I've only just scratched the surface with what I've said there. Um, and we don't really get taught any of it. So yeah. I'd say to anyone that's a dental student or beyond, you know, have a look into it. Have a little think about what your aims are and how you want to like set yourself up for the future yeah. as a dentist. It's definitely not to worry anyone as well that's listening. Um, yeah. there's, there is a lot of time in dental school and it definitely gives you amazing foundations um, and the skills and, you know, to work safely. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just all the things that come around it and alongside it that you only really learn yeah. once you go into a practice um mm-hmm. like one one of the most important things that I've learned as I've been on outreach is like how much you need to like work with your dental nurse and it's such yes. a um such a partnership like you you literally cannot work without a dental nurse and the two of you need to get on really 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 well in order to have the best patient mm-hmm. outcomes and um, you know do the treatment in the best way so just learning about things like that is um, quite eye-opening yeah dental nurses are the backbone of dentistry oh, yeah. I say. so it's, it's 100%. You, you cannot do anything without your dental nurse like they are mm. you know the other heroes of the dental practice I'd say <laughs> um, yeah very very important and um, so at the moment if you had to give one tip for networking, what would be your best tip? Like, what would you tell people to do? If they're thinking about it and they're like, oh, I haven't really done it, what, what would you recommend? Um, I would say, again, like I was saying with YouTube, think about why you want to do it. If it's just to sort of jump on the bandwagon and set up an Instagram page and, you know, be like, hi, mm. I'm so-and-so from So Uni, like, um, that's fine. But, like, you know, where's it going with that? Like, what what's yep. your take on it? Um, what do you want to gain mm-hmm. out of it? Is it an account that you just want to reach out to people with and get tips, which is fine? Is it where you want to post, uh, create your own content um, and put yourself out there again? Fine. Do you want to do a mixture of things? Like, figure out what it is that you're looking for um, from that account. Um and yeah, that, I think that's the that's the first step. And then after that comes, you know, what do you want to post? Uh, do you want to be consistent? How much do you care? Those kinds of things. And I would say if you come across someone's page 
where you think their work is amazing or you have something that that you know tips that they can give you just send them a message like literally just yes. reach out to them and be like hi I, I saw this and this like can you tell me about it um I did this with someone I think it was a foundation dentist from London uh, a few days yeah. ago and I saw that um, I think he was like based in maybe an area that I want to be in in the future. And I was just asking mm. him a few things about the application process, which I'll be doing at the end of this year. And oh, yeah. Um, well. yeah, he was he was so, so nice. Um, so like mm. open, uh, welcoming, like took the time to answer all my questions. Most people want to help you, which is the great thing yes. in the community. Yeah, that was literally the exact point I was going to say. My top tip is just message the person you're interested mm. in. Don't wait. I, people get so scared. They're like, oh, what if they don't reply? What if they don't like me? No one really cares that much. They're going to see you're yeah. a keen individual. You're someone that wants to learn more. Yeah. And you've got two outcomes. Either they reply or they don't reply. Mm. So just just do it. You know, yeah. you have to just go out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have much to lose, but a lot to gain. And you don't get yes. if you don't ask in the first place. Exactly. So yeah, guys, we're telling you. Yeah. If you have someone you go want to talk to, it. you want to network, just just go for it. Don't worry. You have you have our backing. Have our backing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next little bit here is um, you always talk about work life balance mm. and how important it is. So why do you think it's so important, and how do you manage your stress in your time? Um. So I think it's really important because dentistry can get quite stressful. Um. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, because it is so varied, especially if you're working in general practice, like patients can come in with a mix, you know, anything really. And, um, sometimes diagnosing them can be a bit difficult. Um, sometimes you have to keep to quite tight time constraints, especially in the NHS. Um, that's something that I've realized, you know, I, w- I have to work a lot quicker now in, in a dental practice, um, whilst I've been on placement. So that can be quite stressful. And also it's very physically demanding, like sitting down all day, uh, treating patients uh, can be by the end of the day like my back is achy a little bit um, <laughs> even even with loops like if you are doing like an eight nine hour day like you will be a little bit achy when you finish yeah. um, it, it's just inevitable and I don't think en- enough people really talk about this I don't know why um, and stretching properly is something that I really really need to incorporate into my yeah. my routine um, so yeah, work-life balance, I think, is important to offset all of that. Um, and like I was saying before, I don't want dentistry to like consume me. I love it. I want to be a dentist, but I don't just want to be a dentist. Um, I'm not sure what I want to do with the rest of my time exactly yet. Um, but I know I want to do other things so that I don't just um, focus all of my attention on dentistry. And I think as, as well in dentistry, like there is issues with burnout and mental health yes um there's I think it's maybe got a little bit better recent times but there has been issues with you know getting patients doing complaints and um mm. that can be a little bit stressful as well so I think it's really important to safeguard your well-being as a dentist and and you know when you go home from work I I want to have that cut-off period where I don't think about teeth anymore and I do the things that I enjoy, whatever that may be, if that's a YouTube video, if that's going to the gym, if that's just talking to my housemates. Um, every single day I try to do something that I just genuinely enjoy and that's a bit mindless. Um, yes. Because I, I, I don't know, I just think it's really important. The older I've got, I think the more I go, I, I appreciate the sort of balance that you need to be able to mm. perform the best 
um, in your dental side, but then also make sure that you're not neglecting everything else and you can do this for as long as you want to do it. Yeah, it is stressful and uh, I don't think it gets any easier. And having that work-life balance really does allow you mm. to, to maximize because a lot of people just think, okay, well, you know, if you're struggling with work, that means you're just not working hard enough or you need to edit, you have to, you know, change things up. But a lot of the time it's just, well, no, sometimes it's just because you're working too hard. You need to give yourself a little break and that's absolutely fine yeah. because we're all human. We all have our own abilities and we all have our own, you know, like thresholds. Mm. So work-life balance, I agree with you. Very, 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 very important. Uh, it's something that, again i think i do agree with you it's not really talked about that much i think it's kind of said in passing it's just like oh make sure you have good work-life balance it's not really emphasized because at the end of the day you get told have work-life balance but here's like a thousand assignments do this do that you know (laughs) keep on top of it but please please take some time off yeah 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 exactly um and if you're in university and you're listening to this there are a lot of different ways that you can get that work-life balance um you can join societies different clubs um sports um you can you know make part-time job I guess that's not like life balance exactly but it's something different to (laughs) dentistry um yeah there's there's a lot of different things you can do there's events and things obviously in the past year uh this has been limited a little bit Mm. but yeah there are ways of um trying to find think other things to do and definitely don't give up your hobbies Um, a lot of people ask me you know do you get lots Mm -hmm. of free time in dental school and yes yes you definitely do um, there is more than enough free time to uh, keep up whatever that may be that you want to do on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'd just say in general as well, it's just time management. So yeah. if you can organize yourself well, and I really do tell people like spend the time to work out how you work best and spend the time to organize your life a little bit. Because, you know, as you said, th- there is free time. Like mm. we do get free time with dentistry. It's not just work, work, work 24 seven, but a lot of people feel like it is work 24 seven because yeah. they don't really know how to optimize things. They don't know, okay, well, I've got this exam now, so I'm just going to leave it off until like the last week and then cram. And then they feel like, well, uh, what do I do now? So work out how you work, work out, you know, what things you enjoy and how you can balance your time. And then as a byproduct of that, you'll find, okay, wow, I've actually got a lot of free time. I can do my hobbies, join these different clubs, get involved in different societies, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. Very important. I think it can be difficult in the beginning because at university it's very independent and there's not much direction from people initially. Um, you know, it's not like school where teachers are kind of spoon feeding you. You do have to take the initiative to uh, learn things and there's not really like past papers as such it's not a thing anymore no. so in the beginning I remember in first year I was completely lost I was like what do I even learn like do I learn like every word on every slide of every hmm. lecture like it no it, <laughs> but no like you can look at the learning objectives aims and objectives yeah. of lectures and look at like what they cover more um what hmm. topics come up more frequently you can speak to older students as well get advice um and just see like there's a what's that principle called is it um Pareto principle yeah the Pareto that's it the Pareto principle mm-hmm. where it's like um the 20 percent of the work that you put in gives you 80 percent of the output and that's definitely yep. what you get with exams like usually it's like 20 mm-hmm. percent of the main content that gets uh, that is 80 percent of the the entire exam um and it's the most important things usually so it's just being clever with how you go about work which gives you the the time to maintain the work-life balance Yes, perfect. And uh, we'll start wrapping up and I'll ask you a very easy one. What do you like to do in your free time? 
Um, I like to do quite a few things. Uh, I like going to the gym. Um, I think exercise is great for like releasing mm-hmm. stress. Um, I like yes. going for walks in the Peak District as well. That's really fun. Oh, um, oh I'm in Sheffield. Oh, I'm just going to walk around. I feel like everyone says this that's <laughs> in Sheffield, but genuinely, like I do, I do drive out and I do do like yeah. take walks out there. Um, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. I like spending time with my housemates. Like last night, we had a barbecue, which was nice. Yeah. Um, I obviously YouTube and things like that. I do really like it. Can be it can feel like work sometimes, but like, I do really enjoy it once I hit record. Yeah. <laughs> um. Once you start. Yeah. I know what you mean. yeah. <laughs> once you, it's like getting to do it, and then once you start, it's fine. Um, I really enjoy editing. I find it quite relaxing as well. Yeah. Um, I like reading. I um, I love podcasts as well. Like I listen to quite a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Those are the main things. Good perfect yeah no um yeah free time is important guys find things that mm. you enjoy again you know gyms have opened up again so woo-hoo, yeah get, get dench <laughs> and stay fit but yeah yeah um free time again i know you said it quite a few times but just really do understand that you know if you're a dentist sorry if you're a dental student listening to this or you're someone that's thinking about dentistry you have to really really make time for your own well-being because you will burn out if you don't it's just unfortunate like reality of dentistry it's just very Mm. competitive there's a lot of things you have to think about and it's just important to give yourself some me time and just have a little bit of a of a down period to to recover from just from just teeth because uh, there's only so much you want to learn about teeth in the day (laughs) so um Mm. yeah that is that last question of the podcast is what movie or book character would you say you are most similar to oh the dreaded question. Honestly, the, this is like one of those interview questions, isn't it? Where they're like, "Oh, creative station." Yeah. <laughs> it's what like, would yeah, you be? <laughs> yeah. Let's see your personality. Honestly, like when I when I read books and when I watch movies, I really never like see myself in one of the characters. I don't know if this is because of a lack of representation, probably, um, but I never Ooh. really like. <laughs> I don't know. Imagine myself in it. Can I give you like stuff that I maybe something that i like like books or sure sure yeah that's all good um one of my favorite tv shows on netflix shows of all time has to be money heist oh yes come on absolutely love money heist like (laughs) i go on about it to a a ridiculous amount and i can't wait for the next season to come out but if anyone the best yeah if you watch anything on netflix watch that um i'm sure lots of people already have um books wise Oh, I'm trying to think. I like a lot of like self-help books. They're quite. Mm. I'm. I'm. So yesterday I got a book delivery. Actually, um, it's Grace Beverly's new book, um, Working Hard, Hardly Working. I think that's the title. Ooh. Um, I don't know if anyone knows who she is, but she's an absolute girl boss. Um, she graduated from Oxford and she's got like three businesses and she's like wow. twenty three or something wow yeah she honestly amazing um (laughs) definitely one of my like inspirational figures and um, yeah I'm really excited to get into her book so it's about productivity but it's about mindful like productivity and how to like we were saying you know not burn out and um make sure that you're doing the things that actually matter to you rather than trying to do everything and how to efficiently go about your time as well perfect perfect great well Thank you very much, Raina, for coming on the Thank podcast. Thank you so much uh, for having me. <laughs> no worries, no worries. And if you guys want to check out Raina's socials, it's at Raina on the Cusp on Instagram yeah. and YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, if you want to check out some of my content, it's just at Faris Dent, Instagram and YouTube as well. So, uh, so yeah, again, thank you very much and uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Bye.